When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Tuesday, February the 5th. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot, and uh, thanks for joining me three shows in a row. Three days in a row, we have Astros Baseball Podcast. Plenty to talk about today. Uh, The first segment, we're going to talk about arbitration news and then an apology of sorts. And then the second segment, we're going to talk about just some Astros odds and ends. And then the third segment, we're going to go into uh, free agent news. Not that anyone's signing or anything, but just rumors and stuff about uh, free agents such as uh, Gaddis, Marwin Gonzalez, and of course, Harper and Machado, who just seem like they're going to be linked together for the rest of their lives. So anyway, we'll get to all of this exciting Astros stuff right after this. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to talk about was arbitration with the Astros. Uh, I knew Carlos Correa had his arbitration hearing today, so I was kind of waiting for the results of that before I started the podcast. It already got kind of late in the afternoon, so I kind of gave up on it. But right before I started the podcast, Mark texted me uh, a story that Correa did win his arbitration case he wanted $5 million and the Astros offered $4.25. So he did get his $5 million. He wins his arbitration case. Uh, also, Chris Davinsky and the Astros agreed to a one-year contract for 2019. This was yesterday. Uh, a source says the deal is for $1.5 million and a club option for 2020 for $2.6 million. Uh, Devo wanted one6 the Astros offered 1.5, so it looks like they met in the middle, and they did avoid arbitration. His hearing was today also like Correa. Um, so if Devo gets back to his 2017 form, it looks like he will get a $1.1 million raise in 2020. So if you're unfamiliar with what a club option is, it means that it's the Astros' option whether or not They want him to come back in 2020, and if they do, he gets 2.6. On the other hand, if it was a player's option, it would be Davinsky's option, whether or not he wanted to stay or he could go test free agency or whatever. So anyway, I hope Devo returns to his 2017 form because we could use some Devo, and it will be nice to have him locked up for two years, this season and next. So the other thing I wanted to talk about in this section was uh, yesterday I was talking about uh, Brady Rogers' wife and him saying that uh, he should be in the rotation. But what actually 
she said, I found the tweet. Actually, what she said is, it irks me to see so many people overlook my husband as a potential uh, contributor to the Astros in 2019. But we won't call it a comeback, just fueling the fire for even more. So she's just basically saying no one's even talking about him making the roster at all. So if you look at it that way, I can see him making the roster. That's going to be a possibility. He could be in the bullpen. But I'm going to stick with my guns as far as being in the rotation. No chance for that. But keep keep an eye out or a lookout, however you want to word that, for Brady Rogers in spring training. I do think there's some spots for some people that show some uh, good stuff in spring training. So I do think the bullpen's wide open down at the bottom, and there could be a chance we see Brady Rogers pitching for the Astros 2019. Okay, so if you have uh, Twitter or Facebook and you follow the Astros, then you might have seen this morning that the Astros loading up the truck, putting the equipment on the truck, heading to Florida this morning, getting ready for spring training, right around the corner, nine days away, February 14th, uh, the Astros pitchers and catchers report, and you know players like Altuve and Bregman, probably Springer, they'll be there also. They have to report later, but they usually show up ready to go. Uh, A cool thing that I saw last night that I read is the Astros are doing a futures weekend. It's on March 30th and 31st. The Express will travel to Corpus on the 30th to play the Hooks. And then the next day on the 31st, the Hooks will travel to Round Rock to play the Express. So this is a new benefit of the Astros having their AAA team in Texas. So I'm assuming this is something that they're going to keep going. I think this is really cool. I think it's a real cool idea. Uh, I'd like to go to both of them. I think that would be a pretty fun road trip. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to either one. I'm two hours away from Round Rock, about two and a half away from Corpus. My current situation, not sure if that's going to happen. But it is on the weekend. It's at the end of March, so you never know what's going to happen. Don't count that out. So like I said, there was a story on MLBnetwork.com, I guess. MLB.com. One prospect to keep an eye on for each team in uh, MLB and for the Astros, of course, Forrest Whitley uh, says here he dominated Arizona Fall League. I probably said that 10 times already. Um, he's probably going to begin a season in AAA Round Rock, of course, but he will be in Houston sometime in 2019. Um, one thing I didn't know, I didn't, I never heard this, but the Astro, this story says the Astros came out publicly and said that Forrest Whitley is not available for any trades. So this could be something that held up the JT Realmuto deal. Maybe that's who they wanted. Not sure, but uh, I I wasn't aware that they said Forrest Whitley was off limits. All right, now let's get to the next segment right after this. Okay, now in this segment, I want to talk about free agency. Um, first one I want to talk about is Evan Gaddis. 
Uh, Dynamic Sports Training held a charity ping pong tournament. Uh, Correa was there, Tyler White, Forrest Whitley, and Evan Gaddis. So Evan Gaddis showing up to this ping pong tournament with all these Houston Astros. Of course, that's going to spark some interest. Is he going to stay here? So they actually interviewed him afterwards. So uh, Gaddis says uh, being a free agent has been a very slow and a new experience. Uh, He said that this is the first time he's ever been a free agent and the first time he hasn't been under control. And he thinks that uh, the teams out there are trying to get their big pieces first. And then he says once the uh, big pieces go, the rest will follow. And I can only assume he's talking about Harper and Machado. I honestly think that's what's holding everything up. And that's what sounds like uh, Gaddis believes also. So then they asked him, does he think he'll be back with the Astros this upcoming season? He said he loved his time in Houston, and uh, but he doesn't think so. He doesn't think he's going to be back in Houston, and I don't either. They said, what's your best memory of being an Astro? And he said, the parade. So he's referring to the uh, World Series parade after they won. So the writer of the story is actually James uh a person that has contributed. He was actually doing a segment on the show about free agency, but it's he hasn't been on the show in a month and nothing's happened since. But anyway, he's the one that wrote the story. And uh, he thinks it's possible that the Astros could sign Evan Gaddis to a minor league deal. Now, I don't see that happening because somebody out there is going to need Evan Gaddis and he's not going to sign a minor league deal. But he also goes on to say they could sign him as the backup catcher and trade Max Stassi and perhaps put Stassi with uh, Tony Kemp in some kind of package. I'm not really sure what the Astros would trade them for, maybe another starting pitcher or a relief pitcher or something. But, I mean, the only thing they really need if they're going to stick with Josh James is a relief pitcher or maybe they just trade for some, uh, some more prospects. Who knows? But it does seem something that's possible. Uh, So he could go into, you could just sign him and do nothing. And he could go in and battle Stassi for the backup catcher. And he can battle Max Stassi and perhaps Kyle Tucker for the DH position. This is something I don't want to happen. Because Kyle Tucker, I'm going to say it a thousand times, he needs to go... To the Astros. He needs to start the season with the Astros. He needs to be the DH. He needs his chance. They have to find out what he's for or they need to get rid of him. Sorry to keep saying that over and over. But anyway, they could sign Gaddis, send Stassi back to AAA. You can't send Gaddis to AAA because he's $7 million, maybe nine. I don't know what he's going to get, maybe five. But Stassi probably makes 500000 So if anyone goes to AAA, it's going to be Stassi. But I like our team better if you have Gaddis as a backup catcher. He's he's not that great of a catcher, but he hits good. He has great offensive numbers when catching, so I will be okay with that. Plus, I love Gaddis. He's got to be one of my top five favorite players for the Astros. So like I said, you could go in. He could You could sign him. He could compete for catcher or DH. But once you sign him, he's on your team. But I'm okay with... Putting Stassi back in AAA. All right. 
So, the next thing I want to talk about was Harper and Machado. There was a story, why haven't they signed? Uh, in my opinion, both team, both uh, guys are trying to get this super big, super long contract. And I think that they're waiting for each other. I think they're waiting to see who gets a contract first so the other guy can beat them. In my opinion, Bryce Harper, more marketable. Uh, there's just something about him that I can almost guarantee you he's going to get a bigger contract. Are they ever going to sign one? Who knows? Spring training, nine days, guys. Sign something already. Uh, Bryce Harper had a tweet after the Super Bowl. It said loading dot, 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 dot. Like, what are you trying to do, man? Just sign somewhere. I think he's going to go back to the Nationals. But anyway, um, it also says one of the reasons is that some teams are tanking. And the reason or the fact that they haven't signed with a team yet has taken fun away from us as fans. All of these months, we could add 100 guys sign, you know, like, Five or ten a day. Oh, man, did you hear where this guy went? Oh, Evan Gaddis went here. Uh, Marwin went here. Dallas went here. It was a lot of excitement. But nothing has happened. And it's all because these guys won't sign contracts. That They need to sign so the dominoes will fall. They're ruining everything. And I will probably never be a fan of either. I already hate Manny Machado, but I won't be a fan of uh, Bryce Harper either. Unless... He wears an Astros uniform. No matter how I feel about you, you put the Astros uniform, I will like you. That's Manny Machado's only hope. So they talked to Chris Bryant, who's a friend of his, and he made a statement that said, two of the best players in the game are free agents and very little teams have interest in him. Or teams have very little interest in him. Very little interest in him. In my opinion, it's not that. It's the 10 years, $400 million that they want. He said something has to change. I know a lot of players are upset about it. What are you upset about? They offered Bryce Harper 10-year contract, $300 million. Is that not enough money for you? How is that not enough money for one human being to survive with? I know everybody says it's his market value and this and that, but they offered him money. The team that he's been playing for offered him a big contract, and I think Philadelphia offered him an even bigger one. So I don't know what they're waiting on. It's really irritating. Uh, so one thing is that the, uh, the GMs have more information now. Everybody's focusing on war. Uh, they, they, felt, they figured out a formula, like $8 million per win, and I don't know, but he's going to get paid, but hurry up and get it over with. Uh, it said something here also that uh, the players are upset about it. I don't get what they're upset about at all. I know it was slow last year also, but not like this year. It doesn't seem the same. But it said there could be a possible work stoppage when the collective bargaining agreement ends in 2021. So could be a strike coming up. But I don't see how they can complain the, the owners have information. Hey, this is what you're worth. Uh, why do you want $100 million a year and this guy only gets five and you have the same war? I mean, there is different factors to decide who deserves more money, but 
you know, everybody has stats. It's a stat-driven league. Uh, I don't know. But hopefully there's no strike. I just don't see what they're crying about. I don't, uh, anyway, so let's just move on. We'll move on to Marvin Gonzalez. They had a story. It was a panel of experts. Weigh in where Marvin Gonzalez fits the best. Uh, the first guy, John T., he said it's easy and difficult. He can play anywhere and everywhere. So he said some teams already have a Marvin Gonzalez. Uh, the best fit would be the Rockies. Uh, Ian Desmond not playing well, even though they're trying to stick with him. And then they signed Murphy at second base, and he's injury prone. So he could fill in for Desmond, or if Murphy gets injured, he says Colorado. Emma said, Emma, I can't remember, I don't know what her name is. Emma Baccalary? I don't know. Emma B. She says the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Dansby Swanson struggling at shortstop. And also, if there's any injuries in the outfield, he thinks the Braves should offer uh, Marwin four years and $40 million. However, at the end of her statement, she says, in this era, likely a one-year $13 million uh, contract with the Astros. This lady thinks that uh, he's going to go to the Astros. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Could it happen? It Would it be better to have him on the bench than Jake Marisnik? Yes. Is it going to happen? I doubt it. Uh, Tristan Jung, he says uh, his prediction is a three-year, $27 million contract with the Oakland A's. They have Martini and left field. They just signed Profar at second base, so he could take uh, the place of either one of them, and he could platoon with them. Uh, he also went on to say if the Chicago White Sox sign Manny, they should also get Marwin right away. If you're going to go out and spend this money, go get this super utility player that can help keep your team together. And he also says the same thing if the Phillies get him. So he says if you're going to go out and get one of these players, you need to go get Marwin Gonzalez. So maybe that's why he hasn't signed. Maybe they're waiting to see where these guys go, and then they're going to jump all over them. So the last guy, Gabriel Bumgarner, he says, this is his point. The Yankees have LeMayu, Washington has Dozier, the Dodgers have Enrique Hernandez, the Red Sox have Brock Holt, and the Rays have Daniel Robertson. So what he's saying is a lot of people are already grooming young players to be a Marwin. Some teams already have a Marwin, like these guys. So there's not a huge market for Marwin. So you've got, that's five guys. If you take away the Astro, that's six teams. If you take away the 10 to 12 teams that aren't even trying to win, that's 17. So you're narrowing his free agent market down to half. And then some of them might not have the money. Some of them are rebuilding. Like I said, there just might not be the huge market because of all the teams that are either tanking or rebuilding and they don't have any need for this guy or they have their own guy that is Marvin Gonzalez. All right. Well, that is it. That's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank everyone out there for listening. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening, folks.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.